Hello and welcome to Celsius Radio Community, a show for fans of Celsius Network, the world's leading crypto income and lending platform. My name's Gavin Dowler and I'll be one of your hosts. Our team is dedicated to bringing you regular interviews with Celsius members from all over the world, along with the occasional fan song. Uh, now, crypto can be confusing for newbies, so we do try to elaborate on any jargon and keep things comprehensible in order to uh, sound a little less Martian or Machinskian. But no guarantees there, as our primary audience already understands crypto basics. We would like to begin by presenting weekly one-hour episodes with three 15-minute interviews each show. Uh, although some interviews may take on a life of their own, so there does need to be some wiggle room there. Uh, we're interested in guests and contributions from potential members, new members, regular Celsians and experts alike. Uh, so feel free to contact us if you would like to participate. Please contact me. Love to hear from you. Um, the first episode is an exception to the regular format as I touch base with co-host Jonathan Blackie Blackmore and introduce the show. Future interviews will be side by side and not active speaker only. A little error on my part. Uh, today's t-shirt, tribute to my late great friend Mikey Ray Harkins, who inspired me to put myself out there more as he certainly did himself. Um, disclaimer, of course. None of the opinions expressed within are shared by Celsius Network official, unless stated otherwise. The same goes for financial advice. We're not qualified financial advisors. We're just doing our best to help educate and entertain by sharing our own experiences with the platform and crypto in general. For the official website, please visit uh, celsius.network. You can also find us on Facebook, Telegram, and Twitter. See you soon, guys. Thank you. <laughs> what am I drinking today? White coffee with a few drops of uh, stevia. I'm partial to a drop of milk, or as many Kiwis say, milk. Or it could be vodka. No, it's too early for vodka. Join, joining me today is fellow Celsian Ambassador Jonathan Blackmore. Hi, Blackie. I can't remember if I told you. And how are we doing? Yeah, yeah. Good, mate. Good. I see you've just put another uh, how-to video on Facebook group. Good on you. Cheers. Yeah, hopefully it'll help out some newbies because um, it could be quite daunting the first time people try and buy some cryptocurrencies. Never mind sell, which is quite a bit more difficult than buying Bitcoin. Yeah, we're constantly getting questions about on-ramps and off-ramps, and it's just different for everybody depending on where you live. Yeah, I, I, I do want to do a video about the importance of on-ramps and off-ramps as well, actually. Um, if, you, if you speak to a person who's got no exposure about an on-ramp or an off-ramp, the immediate question is, what is <laughs> what is an off-ramp? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, when I got into crypto, that was one of the first things I checked out was how am I going to put the money in and how am I going to get it out again? Yeah, it's always the first question. Yeah. Uh, we're quite fortunate here. We've got a few options in New Zealand um, where we can link our New Zealand bank accounts 
we've had some problems um, with some banks <coughs> not accepting uh, any sort of crypto stuff with debit cards and whatnot. But um, the bank I'm using, oh. Kiwi Bank, has been pretty good. Oh, that's good. It's, um, yeah, there's definitely like a, a bit of a war at the moment between people and banks and the new, the new financial institutions within cryptocurrency. Um, like the, the banks here in the UK, like HSBC, Nationwide, and Barclays are the three biggest um, opposers, and they're actually actively blocking transactions. Um, and also, I think HSBC came out and said that you will not be allowed to bring profits back into the bank to try and discourage people from um, doing cryptocurrency and digital assets. <laughs> yeah, that's it's getting, it's getting a bit heated in the UK. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's quite disappointing. I hope we win that war. <laughs> I think we will. I think we yeah. will. Yeah, well, all it takes is some crypto-friendly banks to come out, and then the others will just get left in the dust, won't they? Yeah, absolutely. The um, I th- think the traditional bank is certainly becoming obsolete much, much faster than they expected. Um, and I think what's happened this year, well, last year, has just completely accelerated the adoption process of of digital assets and the technologies. Um, so the banks which do embrace it will survive. The banks that don't will um, be in, left in the dust <laughs> in 10 years' time. I think Absolutely. I think it'll happen happen a lot faster than what most people think. I, I'm going to give it 10, 10 years. Yeah, it's quite exciting to see Kraken um, getting a banking license in the United States, I believe, if I'm not yes, mistaken. Yes, in the state of Wyoming. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. Mm. Um, so, yeah, some good news for crypto there. Um, but every day we're seeing sort of conflicting news, sometimes good, sometimes bad, like the yeah. Secretary for the Treasury, Yellen, uh, saying nasty things about us. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the, some of the good news recently um, about stable coins, which is USDC in particular, you know, there's all the FUD about potentially it being outlawed for use in the US, um, but it's actually got regulatory approval now. Um, yes. It's like a cash settlement. So that's huge for the future of, of the industry and stable coins. Yeah. Um, so that's a big um, win. I don't know if there's been any update on the Tether court case, but I see recently the bank um, <clears throat> that they're using has come out and said that they can absolutely show that the reserves are there. Everything is backed. Um, all the Tether is backed and reserves. Yeah. I don't believe it's fully backed. Um, however, I don't believe it could be shut down. Um they don't exist in the US like they aren't actually a US company I, I believe they operate uh, out of Sweden or Switzerland one of the two yeah so they might get fined potentially by like the second the US but ultimately you know the, the, the stable coin is generated and issued from a different a different country anyway it's, a little, it's a little bit yep. a little bit how the XRP Ripple are getting sued but just because it's getting delisted on the US exchanges, it's yep. still in use around the rest of, around the rest of the world. 
So yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not going to join the FUD brigade on Tether, but you know, watch the space. Just wait and see what happens. Yeah. Um, so hopefully. anyway, yeah, hopefully it works out because um, yeah, it's a major portion of the market. So um, yeah, I can't remember if I told you, but I'm starting a radio show, and I was hoping you'd be uh, my co-host. Oh, I did hear hear that actually, man. It was about three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> no. okay. I'll be look be looking yeah. forward to having our first call. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's a great idea. Um, I'd love to be a part of it. Absolutely. Yeah, well, you know, good things take time. Um, for do, for do. I haven't, I haven't had time to put my makeup on this morning. You know, can't. I must apologise for the shiny forehead. <laughs> Is that not a permanent feature? <laughs> so I've had to, I've had to recreate my office in the living room for better lighting effect. And, right. Um, yeah, so apologies for the wobbly table, but it kind of oh, it, it suits my personality. <laughs> Actually, yeah, with, with, the, with the forehead and the lighting, you're just trying to um, dazzle me for the uh, first impressions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah. <laughs> it's a famous Kiwi expression, yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. Is it? Yeah, nah. Hopefully pick some of these up. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, I'm still waiting for the Celsius T-shirt to arrive, but um, once I stop being a tight ass and actually buy one, um, it might, <laughs> yeah, it might come through. Stop, in the stop mail. holding out for the freebie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop holding out for the swag. I've got, I've got a, a funny story actually um, around the swag. So I, I bought myself a Celsius Network Hoddle mug, and right. um, when it arrived. It actually only had the logo on one side of the mug. Obviously, you'd expect it on both sides. <laughs> so I emailed, I emailed the team. I think it was Kim. She's like, oh, my God. I was, like, I was like, I'm happy with my mug, but I'm a bit disappointed in the fact that when I go to work and I put this mug on my table, people can't see the logo and I can't see the logo because I drink it with my right-handed cup. So, obviously, it was designed with... Uh, if it being on camera in mind. So then obviously the people watching the show would see the logo. So it looks not good enough. You should have it on both sides because there is some constructive feedback to improve your product. So, oh my God, yes, we're going to do that. It's such a good idea. It's like, <laughs> well, yes, yeah, very basic. Like, come on. And um, so no, when I get the design upgraded, I'll send you another mug. But anyway, it got to the end of August and the delays from COVID, etc., And... Sent me another mug. Anyway, I opened it up and it was smashed to pieces. Like oh. it, it, it had all been broken in transit. So I was like, I hate to email you again, but the, 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 the replacement mug um, is broken. Here's a picture. And by the way, it still only has one logo on it. <laughs> anyway, so the third, so the third mug got delivered a week or two later, and it still only had one logo on. <laughs> And I believe they now have been updated, so I do I do need to track him down and try and try and get that freebie. So everyone, stop emailing support about the uh, <laughs> the one yeah. sided logo. Yeah, yeah, it might take them a while. They are have growing pains in the support team. Don't really 
email them. <laughs> no, yeah, um, but hey, if you've got that contact, it looks like um, Blackie's making it happen with the mugs, so it's a huge, <laughs> huge upgrade for Celsius right there. Yeah, I'll so, have to get a job in the marketing department. <laughs> yeah, you can be like the um, specialist mug designer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, anyway, I was thinking we could use the radio platform for um, discussing politics and religion while listening <laughs> to some uh, cracking tunes and getting paid by Celsius Network. Do you think when, when, all... when you say religions there, you do mean the um, religious cults of the crypto world. <laughs> yeah, the um the Celsius cult. No. <laughs> yeah. Um cuz uh people a lot of people and groups within crypto do treat their crypto as like the one and only. <laughs> absolutely. We get a lot of tribalism in this space, yeah. don't we? A lot. Everybody it's good fun, sh- everybody shilling their coins. Hey, <laughs> yeah. I'm guilty. Big Celsius. So, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> the, the best thing is as well a lot of them will, will be winners and make money so it's kind of like you, you have to pick your favourite one have probably your largest holdings in your favourite one and then pick some of the good ones which you know are going to be winners it's, it's kind of like um, playing penny stocks where every single one you pick is probably going to be a good winner in the short term like this cycle it's like for me anyway I found that it's quite easy to pick a handful of decent projects. Celsius be my biggest one. Um, and know that they're going to be relatively successful within the next 12 months. And and mm. some of them, but for the longer term as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and Alex refers to it a lot as the sort of the coming war, I suppose, uh, and against like between centralization and decentralization. So yes, you know, the the SEC, the SEC and the Fed, they're, they're all pushing for more KYC and AML. And that's one of the things I really like about Celsius is that they take this seriously. Um, whereas some projects that are more decentralized may get targeted in future. So I'm a, a little bit wary of those. Yeah, so, so am I, because at the end of the day, if we don't play by the rule book, um, you could potentially get burnt further down the line. Mm. Um, I mean, I mean, certain things like decentralized exchanges and stuff like that, um, they're pretty cool. Um, it don't require KYC because nobody essentially owns it. Um, so it's, it's a good place to avoid fees going to the middleman and obviously fees going to the people who provide the stakes to do the swaps. Mm, so I kind of like, kind of, I kind of like the idea of them. I haven't, I haven't used them myself. Uh, it, Cause it's taken me a long time to kind of understand how they work and whether I trust using them. There was, there was quite, a f- quite a few, which popped up and burnt a lot of people uh, earlier this year. Yeah. Cell is not right. one of them. No. Um, I mean, Uniswap's a good example of, <clears throat> Uh, well, it's been a useful platform for a lot of people to buy coins where they couldn't otherwise. Um, but yeah, I guess one of the things that worries me is there may come a time where there has to be a trade-off between like for mass, yeah. adop- for mass adoption to occur and for the governments to back it. 
then we may have to lose some of that decentralization, which is, you know, I, I agree it's not a nice thing, but it might be inevitable. Dare I say it? Yeah, I, th- I think I think it will be, but I think the decentralized options will always be there for the people who know, know how to use it. Yeah. Because I think 10 years from now, most people will be using blockchain-related technologies or outputs, but most people won't realize they're using it. Mm, yeah. So, like, we're so immature at the moment that we have to do all of these fancy addresses and et cetera to move our crypto around. But eventually, you'll be able to go on the Kraken, say, I want to buy, sell, and it'll just turn up. Or you'll say, I want to buy it and send it to Celsius app or this other place. Mm. It'll just be one address for that token type. And it'll be all a back office system which automatically puts it in the correct wallet. Yeah. Um, and all Liquid Pro have actually created um, a new deposit address which actually does that for a lot of different coins. Right. So if you're, you're not having to use like a lot of different ones. So the simplicity and accessibility is slowly maturing. So in 10 yeah. years' time, I think that's what it'll be. It'll be mainstream and most people won't even realise all of this stuff in the background that we have to do now. Just like five years ago, 10 years ago, hot wallets didn't even exist and people had Bitcoin on the hard drive. Mm. So yep. it's, um, yeah, paper, I think it'll look very different. The paper wallets, even. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, hopefully um, with Celsius, for example, if they can get partnerships with banks, our local banks, then we can just transfer money straight from our bank account to Celsius and visitors withdraw it. That'd be really cool. I mean, there's a lot of friction at the moment. Um, For me, that's the biggest thing that Celsius could do to drive adoption is to basically have that in place so somebody can easily just press a button, send the money in, buy whatever they want within the system, uh, relatively cheap, and then take it out whenever they want as well. So I hate, I hate to say it, but you know, crypto.com, um, the accessibility of the app, have you used it? Oh, yeah. I've, I've uh, yeah. got a Jade debit card. Yeah, obviously they have a completely different business model and kind of like a one-stop shop and very easy for a new person to pick up and use and, and get out of. But it's that kind of on-off-ramp that they've nailed for a new person that I think Celsius could could kind of like adopt for their own system, hopefully. They yeah. don't have their own Celsius twist. That's right. Um, obviously, they spent a lot of um, VC money getting all that stuff sorted in the first place, but um, uh, has, it, has it worked for them in the long run? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, but um, yeah. I see a lot of negative feedback about it, so I'm, uh, I'm certainly yeah. I'm not bullish on on them oh god no (laughs) i literally i use them as an on and off ramp like straight in and then straight out to elsewhere yeah um it was part of my original buy process for the sell token because you could buy the stable coins with no fee um and just take just take it out and that that was really ideal because you're not at risk if you're buying bitcoin or ethereum first and then buy sell with it at risk of volatility and the value yeah. going up and down. So, exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, there are a lot of um, different c- 
competing platforms out there, but sometimes they can be quite complementary as well. So yeah, I'm not here to FUD any projects oh, no. in particular. Um, so yeah, I'm just looking at the sale price now. We're, we're at $4.91. So we've had a bit of a dip. We were ranging well, in the mid fifth and mid $5 range for a while there. Um, that you mentioned it, I actually just saw a uh, tweet saying that somebody had just sold their full 80,000 sell tokens worth <laughs> literally within the last 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I so that, why... that will be why it's back below $5. I, I can only imagine why they wouldn't do it over the counter at the OTC. Um, and because they're basically, if they're just doing a market price and they're shorting that big time, then the price is dropping. They're not getting as much as they would if they just came up with an agreed limit price right. over the counter. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I see what you mean. But I can only imagine that it's just because of that. I wonder the instant satisfaction, really, of all of it. But the other thing I can't understand as well, given the potential of the project long term, why would you sell your entire stacks so early in a bull run cycle? I get yeah. they might want to chase other projects or other pumps, but I think selling 100% of whatever you own in any asset is kind of a bad move unless it unless you don't believe in it anymore. Yeah, I, I think um, a lot of us have made that mistake of uh, because what happens is you hold a coin for quite a while, nothing seems to happen, you get disappointed, and some sort of resentment even builds, and then yeah. you decide, ah, I'm sick of this coin, and then you sell. And then what do you know? It goes up. <laughs> what happens? Yeah, you, um, when that moment that that moment you act on emotion is the moment um, you make the wrong decision. Oh yeah. So there's a, there's a huge mindset at, at, at play. Am I, am I able to share share screen? Yeah, that... Um, I. How do I make that happen for you, buddy? Oh, um, oh you've got disabled. That's okay. I was just going to show. Um, no, I've um, I've enabled it. You should be able to do that now. Ah, oh, nice one. Uh, screen one. Can you see the graph? Oh yeah. Cool. So, quite similar to Bitcoin, there was a, it was in a symmetrical triangle. So it was basically going to break upwards or downwards. And I'm actually on Argo blockchain. I thought I was on Celsius. <laughs> I was going to say, what's going on there? The last done the same thing as what Bitcoin's done, even though it's stocks and shares, it's a mining company. Okay. Um, so it's, it's, it's kind of followed the same trajectory as Bitcoin because obviously the okay. more um, Bitcoin goes up, the more value a mining company has. We're going to have to ban you for promoting... Um non-celsius related content i'm sorry <laughs> well it's not non-celsius because they've part celsius have partnered with them oh that's um, brilliant yeah for revenue streaming bitcoin oh that's excellent uh, yeah obviously the reason they've done that is because that will help fund their buybacks for bitcoin and, and sell token uh that and that happened in de mid, about mid-december near almost near christmas time the only thing I don't like about TradingView with sell token is it's only using hit BTC, which is quite low um, volume. I've got this this particular one uh, averages all 
trades across all exchanges. Okay. Oh, that's good to know. Cal- yeah. yeah, calculated by TradingView. Um, so what we had is have the breakout back at December. Yep. And, I mean, when we watched this, that was uh, insane. So we broke out from 17th of December and hit a peak after 17 days, basically $7. <laughs> Yeah. And I was just like, wow, like everybody's blown away. And then we actually came down from the 3rd of January to the bottom, back down to 356 just briefly over a 19-day period. And that was a constant downtrend. And um we basically broke downwards out of a symmetrical triangle, which Bitcoin was in, followed Bitcoin. Uh, but then we actually, we've actually bounced off the, I think that's the 50-day moving average. Yeah. We bounced off it near the bottom of the channel and, and we're back up. And, and this line, I think, is a 21-day moving average. Historically, sell does not like being underneath. Anytime it does, it bounces out, comes back, goes under, bounces out bumped us out. That's been a constant theme since July. And as you can see, we've gone under it and we're bouncing back out of it now. Um, mm-hmm. But that the last 17 days was very interesting to watch. Um, it did catch me by surprise. I mean, I understand the markets and how to work and how much a correction can actually uh, take place. But I've obviously never had, I've never witnessed it myself in terms of having a holding Mm, in a project yeah. which is correcting so because it's, it's my it's the first year of my cryptocurrency investment like career really um if you want to look at it like that and so it's been a learning process for the last seven months and i've, I've yep. learned an awful not a lot um and i knew at some point in time this was going to happen <laughs> oh yeah and uh and it's the first time and, and it's all about that mindset like there's probably a lot of people panic selling all the way down here, all the way down. And when it got to around four dollars, I was thinking, could this keep going? Possibly. Should I be worried? No, because I've bought it for the future. But if I if I bought it around about the five dollar mark, new new people who who don't understand how these markets cycle short and long term would definitely be panicking. And it's an mm, instant yeah. thought process of, oh my God, I'm going to lose all my money. Well, for anybody new who's listening, you do not lose your money or make your money until you actually sell your asset. Yep, so that's right. It's huddle. That's, yep. Um, and I'm also a firm believer that the sell token um, tokenomics, it doesn't follow the normal pattern that you'll see with a cryptocurrency, um, just because of the flywheel, the it's so connected to the community, um, the new members, the adoption of new members into the community, and the amount of yield that they have to pay on things like Bitcoin and Ethereum and whatnot. So, the like the buy the buybacks from the market from Celsius. So yeah. yeah, I wasn't too worried. In fact, this this latest change, we've seen a decrease in APY on a few things, like with Cell Token and SNX um, Synthetics and Matic um, 
to me, that that actually says to me that Celsius think that the sell token is undervalued and they don't want to be giving out too many sell tokens each week. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, I think there's several reasons around it. Um, I think one of the main ones is I think Alex and the overall team uh, underestimated just how amazingly well they designed for token economics. Um, like, I discuss it a lot with my friends, and you literally can't find a hole in it in terms of how it can be bad for you as a user. Like, if you look at it in a long term, in terms of, in terms of like a long term play, mm, they've nailed yep. the design from so many different angles. And like the loan system is used as a balance, a balance, balancing act to reduce the buyback power and the amount of interest they have to pay because there's no interest earned on collateral. That's right. Yeah. And, 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 and with stable coins and other assets, as the price of sell goes up, um, they have to buy less tokens. So the, the, the resistance then gets a little bit weaker. Um, so that's good. And then you get that balancing act, and then you get the loan, which helps reduce the amount they have to pay. And now the most important one is actually the sell-on-sell interest. Yes. Because it's in kind, it's it's token count. Um, And so that's really good for us, because we know how much sell tokens we're going to get on our sell every week, right? Yeah. But because of Nail, the system so well for long-term growth of that token based on user demand, um, loans, saving of the assets, et cetera, et cetera. Um, every time the price of sell doubles, the cost to Celsius to pay interest has just doubled. Yeah. So parabolic growth is not in their best interest. Um, no. But they've designed, they've designed it so, so well, it's basically the flywheel's in full effect. I think it's taken a little bit by surprise just how quickly it's now, it's now going. Yeah, um, it's good for us because it's obviously going to make us all a lot of value um, in terms of our weekly interest mechanics. And as as people's interest becomes worth more, you'll then get obviously again more selling pressure into stable coins or other assets, which then kind of like pulls it back down a little bit. Yeah. So there's there's, yeah. So, there's so many factors in in that flywheel that helps to balance it. And, you know, speed it up and slow it down. It's um, it's it's baffling. I think it's it's really like you can really go into it like deeply mm. and still it, be amazed. It was interesting, you know. They had the bonus system for employees, which is like a dollar fifty, and then three dollars, and then five dollars. <laughs> yeah. Even though the team agreed to lock it in, um, I'm sure there'll be some selling going on off their own personal bags. Um. So that may be a, a little factor. And um, the other thing I think with this volatility we're seeing going up and down from $4 to $5.80 and just all over the place, I think we're still there's still very limited markets for sell token. And once we see more um, markets open up in like a US exchange or something like that, I think yeah. we should see a little bit more stability hopefully. And we're certainly going to see growth, especially with these new updates coming. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I think once it gets past $10, $20, the, 
and 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 the, the the big wheels keep getting shaken out, and every time they sell, their their tokens end up in stronger accounts or smaller accounts, so that as the user growth keeps growing, the the wealth of the system gets gets shared out more evenly over time, or at least that's what's meant meant to happen. Um, so as the price gets higher, you actually should have less and less people with more and more tokens. You're yeah. always going to have the yep. top 500, top 200, but the idea is as as people as people get to the amount they want to create in terms of wealth, they sell off, and that gets sprinkled into all of the new user wallets. So then the wealth gets spread, and then the impact of these wheels to drop on the community becomes diminished over time, and then and then you end up you end up in that perpetual cycle long term, where as a buy wall and the price of the token goes up. Just the buy wall resistance gets stronger, and so then it becomes even harder to to, to sell it down. Because because obviously Celsius always have those buy orders in place to try and pick pick them off for the weekly interest. It's funny this isn't quite working out how I anticipated. <laughs> I didn't think that we were going to go on this um, big talk about the sell token and the tokenomics and. But it, you know, it's um, it's good to have the discussion. Um, I actually thought we would just basically introduce ourselves um, a little bit more, uh, and just a little bit of background, really. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just too easy to get carried away. <laughs> oh, it is, it is. Um, but yeah, for those who don't know, um, Blackie's um, Scottish, and. Um, <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm south of the wall. <laughs> I'm English. Oh, he's, he, he's not a wildling. Sorry, I got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, no, um, it's quite funny because the first two times I spoke to you, I actually thought you were Scottish um, because, uh, you know, even though my ancestors are from the UK, I haven't travelled there yet. And uh, so that I'm still not <laughs> up with the dialects. They are so, extremely yeah. different, extremely different. So I feel bad that you've labelled me Scottish. Oh yeah, well you shouldn't. I have very good. Not, not of mine in that sense. Just, just in like the um, like even I can't understand the Scots. Like I, I um, actually worked up there for um, a year and a half, five years ago. My first two weeks in the office, I actually felt like I was sat in a foreign country, and I, I just did not understand anybody. It's like people were trying to talk to me. I was like, "You need to slow down." <laughs> <laughs> I am lost. And I had this uh, phrase called "Do you Ken? Do you know Ken?" Like sounds like they're saying, "Do you know Ken?" I was like, "Are you are you are you saying do you know Ken?" I'm like, "Yeah, do you know Ken?" And it's like, "What the hell does that mean?" It just means like, "Do you do you know this?" Like, "Have you heard of yeah. this?" Do you know Ken? Did you not know a lot of the New Zealanders migrate from Scotland back in the day? Yeah, actually, well, I got my Scottish um, from watching Netflix, but um, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it really did. I just made that up. <laughs> yeah, didn't you again? Um, no, I, I've actually, um, I do have ancestors from Scotland and UK and, uh, sorry, England and Ireland and Wales. Um, but uh, so you're more sort of Yorkshire, closer to that area. Is that right? 
Yeah, just, just north of Yorkshire. We're, we're in a place called Teesside. So we're, we're nicknamed Smoggies due to all of the industrial works. We just live in a perpetual smog. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's not really that bad. I live by the beach, it's lovely. But um, yeah, because of the amount of work, like steel works, British steel, etc., all, like, all used to be around here. Um, so we've got the nickname Smoggies. Oh, and, now we're, and now we're down the road from the Geordie land of Newcastle. And then now we're up the road from places like York and Leeds, around Yorkshire. Oh, cool. Yeah, there's quite a lot of Celsius community members in the UK, I see. Um, I saw a video recently, was it um, Kevin put out? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, uh, Kev Graham and Kev's brother Steve. Yep, that was a good video. So, no, um, I hope... Uh, well, okay, myself, you know, I've already said I'm from New Zealand. Um <coughs> And, uh, uh, gee, I like the, um, how did I get into Celsius? Well, um, I was looking at various investment opportunities, um, 2019, uh, had a Forex trading friend who tried to get me into that and I just didn't like it. Um, I looked at shares, I looked at, um, crowdfunding sort of, uh, different startups, um, and then I thought, well, hang on, what about crypto? And I remembered I had an old friend, good old mate, who is into crypto. So um, one day I rang him and I said, oh, what's your favorite crypto? And he said, sell token. And um, it's the best question I ever asked. And um, <laughs> it's all been good from there, basically. That's awesome. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of people, if you don't know somebody who already knew about uh, Celsius it's very difficult to come across mm. so yep. I, I found found out through a friend at work I said oh, I'm going to get some Bitcoin and I'm going to start doing a bit more research into the cryptocurrency uh, in the, like markets and he said oh I came across this project um, I just stumbled across it on Reddit of all places and um been checking it out and it seems too good to be true. Do you want to help me do some research and see if you can find any holes? Um, so yeah, why not? Started doing some research and I was like, I have a sneaky feeling this is that gem, that like 99 times out of 100 when it's too good to be true it is. But this one, I think this is the real thing. <laughs> mm. I think we've just stumbled across something amazing. <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah. Since, since then, it hasn't disappointed. Yeah, a lot of people, was... they, they just can't get their head around, like, how can you earn 10% yield on a stable coin or 10.5%? Yeah. It can't be right. If the banks can't do it, how can we do it? They just well, don't the understand. The banks it. can do it. That's the problem. The banks do do it. They just don't give you anything back. And yeah. that's, that, and that's, that's the best part about the whole business model It's because... Somebody who's already made himself a millionaire uh, in life and has loads of money and capital doesn't need to make another 10, 20 billion. I'm sure, I'm sure Alex will from, from the sell token he holds, um, and rightly so because he came up with this business model. But if he's already made it, so he's like basically, well, we can make a successful business model that gives back to the depositors, which, which yeah. to be fair, Banks did want once over give high interest rates. Yeah. My auntie was saying the post office used to give something like 11 12% once mm. over. 
Um, so it's not that banks can't do it. This they do, they do do it for just flood of profits upwards rather than downwards. Yeah. Uh, People just can't believe that. (laughs) No, I think it's a really great business model and that whole ethos of trying to give back 80% of your profits to the community. Um, Hey, I hope that spreads um, throughout the world and lots of different businesses should do this. Um, And I think it's really great that no matter how big or how small your investment is, you'll get treated the same. Yeah. You know, we see... I don't like to name names, but, you know, crypto.com with their special tiers for special amounts of money and, you know, airport lounge and all this kind of stuff. Um, I don't like, (laughs) what is it, the the Billionaires Club, you know, it's all directed. Yeah, exactly, yeah. The one percenters. It's still promoting that division in a sense. Yeah. Of of, of class class division where Celsius is promoting... Doesn't matter if you have ten dollars in there or a thousand or a million, everybody will be earning the same interest. Everybody has the same benefits, um, and not only that, the the community that springs up around that kind of business model is a good one because everybody, well, not everybody. Some people are just there for themselves, but mm. a lot of the people who are involved are doing giveaways every week, myself included, because we were in early enough. That we, we get a lot of um, tokens. I mean, I, the amount of tokens I get compared to some people who've been in it two years is small. Yeah. But compared to somebody who's been in it a month, it's it's a lot. Um. So you've got this community that everybody involved wants to do well, but then they also want everybody else involved to do well too. That's and right. And so you've got you've got like people giving away twenty cell a week, for example, which is at the moment hundred dollars worth. Yeah. And that, that's, that's, that's the kind of community that's getting built up. People who want to help promote and share part of their wealth and, and get people right. excited about the future. I mean, it's providing financial services to the unbanked. And as we spread, <clears throat> as the Celsius legal team managed to open up in new geographical locations around the world, um, you know, those services are really going to help people. Um, we've seen it change, like the minimum loan amount it i think at one stage it was quite 500 high. now isn't it it's 500 now so they've brought it down quite a lot from where it was initially um, yeah and as they do and they do aim to bring it down lower um and that's opening up loans for a lot more people from um hard to do areas developing nations yeah um so that's great <clears throat> um we're seeing that happen and uh, yeah, so um, no, it's all good. Um, but as for this uh, this radio thing, um, I've got some songs in the pipeline. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, nice so one. If if anybody, any Celsians out there, if you have a song that you'd like to share, um, just let us know. Um, we won't have any uh, revenue for a while. Um, we'll just be funding it off our own backs. We're not um, currently sponsored by Celsius. Uh, we're just volunteers here. And um, so I'm in the process of designing contracts um, for obtaining the license so that we can play some songs. But if you can do us a good deal and let us play a couple of songs for free um, until we get up and running, that would be fantastic. 
but mostly I just want to have interviews with um, other Salesians. Um, me and Blackie here, we're going to um, bring other people in, other guests. Uh, we want to hear from Salesians from all over the world, just um, what it's like, what Celsius has been like for you. Um, what are the challenges you face in your country um, in regards to using crypto and the on-ramps and off-ramps that work for you? Um, the various tax laws and things like that that you might be concerned about. So um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you and um, we're gonna make this a regular thing. Any Anything you'd like to add there, Blackie? Um, just, yeah, listen in when you can, because hopefully this is going to be a really good educational channel for Celsius uh, content. And also, we will be getting, obviously, a lot of people from around the world. It's always nice to hear people's different stories on how they've got to this point in time and where they've come from and hopefully where they think they're going to be in the future uh, years from now. Absolutely. All right, Blackie, thanks very much for your time. And uh, we'll wrap this up here, eh? Yeah, brilliant, mate. Uh, really good to see you in person over the internet. Yeah, likewise. For the first time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, take it easy, brother. Cheers, okay. mate. Goodbye. Bye. You are listening to Celsius Radio.